What now? What now? What now? Say what now? What now? Let me tell you what now. Yeah, let me tell you what now. Hello and welcome to week number five of the What Now Weekly Reboot Podcast. I am your host as always, Andy B. Here to kind of give you the guidelines, highlights of the week, uh, and some of the things going on. Um, Got a lot of stuff in store this week. Uh, Just a heads up, there will not be one next week as I will be going to the CreateCon in Orlando. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Just giving you the heads up. Um, As always, thanks again to everybody for their support. Uh, greatly appreciated. Always love feedback. Helps us go in the right direction. Uh, so don't be afraid. Put it out there. Put a like. Get a comment. Do anything you need to do. Uh, you can always check us out on uh, What Now PC on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, check out our subreddit, which is re plus. Um, anything that you, stories you want covered or comments, anything, throw it in there. Uh, I'm always checking that kind of stuff. So lots of good stuff going on in there. So. Uh, Let's get right on into the headlines this week. So, Pokemon Go, still going. (laughs) Uh, It just seems like it will not go away at this point. Uh, So much stuff going on with it. Uh, Everywhere you go, there's somebody playing. I'm sure it's already peaked off at this point, but it's still holding very strong. Um, More and more countries are getting lit up as they go. I know Spain and Italy, most of Europe now, has been uh, given the okay. And the last on the list, which I thought was pretty crazy, is Japan. Um, was one of the last ones to get it. You figure the land of where it comes from, it would have been one of the first. Um, and I guess they really made sure they had the bugs worked out so that it was good to go there. One of the big things with it launching there, though, is they have sponsored Pokestops and Pokegems, from my understanding, at the McDonald's. Um, this is something that we, uh, I believe I've discussed before on week three or week four. And they will be basically paying to have the stop inside their locations, which is over 3,000, I believe, in Japan, uh, which should draw in customers and, you know, sales should go up and everything go from there. Something like this will happen here shortly, I'm sure, whether it be the, you know, fast food, McDonald's or Burger King grabbing it up, or if it's a department store or like a Target, Walmart, something like that. I'm sure something like that will happen here. Uh, It's only a matter of time at this point. It's a great idea. It brings everything in. Um, as a customer, you can sit down, and there's very few restaurants, I think, that are Pokestops at this point. There's a local Mexican restaurant here in town that is one, um, so that's kind of cool. You can sit at the bar and drink a margarita and spin the Pokestop every five minutes or throw a lure down and, and go from there. Uh, so, still going strong, still having to hear about it. Uh, it's just kind of the way that it goes right now. Now, the second this week was a pretty big announcement uh, in the way of graphics cards. Um, We've all heard about the you know, 1070, the 1080 from NVIDIA, and then you've had the 480 come from AMD. Well, this past week, NVIDIA announced that they're going to do the Titan X version of the 1080, which is going to be a $1,200 card to start off with. And this is just absolutely crazy. I can't imagine you know, the crossfire on this, running two of these at this point, uh, with, what, 12 billion transistors. And the Pascal architecture is 12 gigs of DDR5. If this thing can't run VR, I don't know what will. Um, it was just kind of a surprise, though, for most people. We didn't expect to hear it at this point, and they just kind of popped up and said, Hey, guess what? Here it is. Um, <laughs> so if you're looking to build that high-end PC, this is definitely the card you've been waiting for. 
Personally, I've been looking at the 1070 or the 1080. Uh, I currently have a 390, uh, which I enjoy, but with the newer ones coming out, the 1070 not being too bad, it's about 450. Um, just to make sure that I'm VR ready and capable, uh, I'd like to get a high or a Vive and, and go from there and, and you know, just to try it out. There's a lot of good games out. Hopefully, the prices on the VR stuff will drop a little bit. So, that's basically what I'm waiting for on at this point. A um, little bit different. Facebook going to a drone system. It's a solar powered drone that will be able to deliver uh, internet signal. Uh, to certain locations, um, and they've named it. Let's see, you know, anywhere from Southern California to the United Kingdom, uh, small deserts. It's it's crazy that we're able to do this. I mean, we've had the con heard the concept of like weather balloons being able to do it, and uh, you know, other craft. But this is the first time we've heard of a drone basically flying around and get providing the internet for this. Now, I don't know how strong it is. This is only the first couple functional tests just to make sure that everything is good. Um, but if this is something that's stable, this, how will this affect our providers and how will our pricing and everything else? If you're able to get this free source of internet somehow, um, where does that leave them? I'm okay with it. If it brings the price down of my uh, local internet, then, then so be it. Competition is always good. And for those that, that can't afford it or in places that where it's not provided, if they're able to provide it then at that point, then that's amazing. Um, now they are saying that it only lasted 30 minutes just to make sure that everything on the drone was correct. So this is really in the first steps, um, but it is getting there. So it's something to consider. And that'll be one of the highlights at the end of the show that I want to talk about is in the future tech stuff will be the drones and how those things uh, are starting to kind of pan out. Uh, my last highlight of the or headline of the week is something that's near and dear to my heart, uh, <laughs> and it kind of makes me mad. Uh, Verizon has basically said they are not going to allow any of the unlimited people to data gobble, gobble gobbling, as they call it. Um, word from some a couple of people I know on the inside is that it, the cutoff is going to be 100 gigs of data a month. If you're unlimited uh, Verizon and you're using over 100 gigs of data, they are basically going to give you a notice of disconnection unless you change to a supplemented plan um, which is nuts I mean they've been pretty good about you know grandfathering everybody in at this point and continuing forward and now they're really just kind of pushing the button of trying to get away with forcing everybody to data uh, this is something that I've hate I don't understand how we why we had to get rid of unlimited and they talk about bottlenecks and everything else like that, and that's just, for me, is a complete garbage excuse. Um, there should be no reason that this should ever happen. This is just a money grab yet again by them, and in my personal opinion. Um, I, this is will affect me as well as I'm still a Verizon Unlimited data user. Um, I don't have to check my usage. I believe I'm below 100 every month. So I shouldn't have any issues until they lower it, which, you know, in six months it'll probably be okay. Everyone using 50, and then everyone using 25, and then, you know, so on and so forth until they get to the point of where they're forcing you out of the unlimited data at that point. Which seems counterintuitive because everybody's going in the opposite direction. Even their own prepaid, which we talked about last week, has unlimited for, you know, may maybe throttled at some point, but it has unlimited. 
Why provide it for a prepaid someone that um, is not guaranteed to be a customer, that is not bound by a contract? Give them the better option than somebody that has signed on for your service and has been a long-time customer. The same thing with cable companies. They seem to go this route of where the longer you're a customer, the worse it's going to be for you. If you're a new customer, they want to get you on, and then at that point, they just don't care anymore. It's crazy. It blows my mind. Um, the fact that they just really want to go that route. So there's your highlights for this week. Uh, lots of different stuff. A little bit all over the board. Um, like I said, the Verizon one's kind of personal for me. Uh, Pokemon Go will probably be in the headlines for the next couple of weeks. It's just the way that it goes. Uh, I quit playing for a while and then I came back already. I quit for like a week and then I reinstalled it and got to level 10 and just kept going now. It's just one of those things that everybody's playing it everybody's out there it's a good social thing I have no problem with the social aspect of it um, it's just it, it takes time and if you don't always have it it's not always the easiest so that's your headlines for the week um, reviews this week I finally finished something last night that I was super excited about finishing a show I'd recommended to a couple other people that absolutely loved it so I finally got to finish season one looking forward to start watching season two I know a couple have already aired um, and if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend this. This is called uh, Mr. Robot. It is a mix of what I would call the movie Hackers, Requiem for a Dream, and Fight Club wrapped together and bound into one. Um, the stories in this are amazing. Uh, everything that goes on is it's pretty close to accurate. Um, the hacking itself is pretty... Pretty accurate by line codes from what I've from sources that I've read. Uh, there's nothing crazy. It's not like attacking the Gibson and there's a virus spreading like a, a rabbit and you know stupid stuff like that. The only thing that I didn't agree with was a, a scene of of rooting a phone and magically they had everything on the on the phone itself because it was rooted. Um, with it being an S4, it needed an unlocked bootloader and it needed uh, much more from my own personal experience of having that. So I was. So not a, really okay with that, but that was a technical difficulty, and that was my own. Uh, the writing for this is amazing. I'm pretty sure they got to see see a six Emmy nominations for the first season, which is just crazy. Uh, really, really good. It's on Wednesdays, I believe, on USA. Uh, all of season one is streaming on Amazon Video. So if you do are uh, an Amazon Prime member, you can watch all of this on Amazon uh, Video or wherever you stream your your local devices. Uh, it does have a great cast. Um, one of the main guys, Christian Slater, is fantastic. Um, it was funny because the <laughs> the main actor, um, Elliot Anderson, which is Rami Malek, he's in another movie, I believe it's, uh, what was the name of it? The Julia Roberts and Tom Hanks, where he, uh, The Crown, yep. Whatever, he goes back to school and he's just a complete idiot in that movie and it just came on recently, so <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, so definitely check this out. Uh, like I said, it's available on Amazon. Uh, Amazon's kind of trying to move more towards that aspect and get them in there. Uh, great stories, and, you know, great shooting in the way that it's done. So go check it out. Um, I've been trying to do a good format of giving the headlines that I think everybody enjoys every week. Uh, trying to cover you know what I'm watching, what I'm reading, what I'm playing. Um, those are the things I think that 
I would want to hear. Those are the things, the podcast that I go to listen to. If you do have any suggestions, though, uh, any format change or anything I haven't covered yet and you want me to cover, like I said, please go to the uh, subreddit and, uh, you know, start a thread, leave me a comment, do something, and we can kind of go from there. Uh, my game review for this week is going to be a little different. I reviewed, you know, Fantasy Grounds, I reviewed Overwatch, I reviewed um, quite a few different games. So this is going to be the first time that I've done a mobile game. And uh, the mobile game I'm going to recommend this week is Redungeon. It is a free game. Um, it doesn't require anything. There are ads. There are coins that you can buy to purchase to upgrade your character. Uh, it's more of a roguelike game. <clears throat> if you've ever played a, a rogue game on like the PC. Uh, by rogue, I mean you can keep upgrading your character. But when you die, you die. You come back to the beginning. Uh, the dungeon is in different it's no longer the same so there's no memorization it's not like um, an example I can think of as impossible game impossible game the level is the same every time uh, you start to learn the course and you start to do you know all of that this is more of it is different every time you go in uh, the monsters are the same but they're in different areas uh, you know you can upgrade your characters you can unlock characters you can uh, upgrade it so that he can survive you know a hit or something and all that kind of stuff it is available on Android and iOS um, I'm pretty good about trying to make sure both of those uh, I have an Android phone and I have an iPad so I'm trying to make sure that everything is available on both of those um, like I said it is free to play or you can play I think believe it's 350 to take out the ads uh, the ads are about um, 10 seconds long usually video it's usually game of war or something like that uh, you can you watch a video for continuing as well so really good game pretty fun music is really good uh, it's all either swipe or you can use the on-screen uh, keys to move your character around as you go and you can kind of see it there you can see the you know it's up down left and right there are no uh, diagonal moves really fun really interesting something you can play you know for a couple of minutes and then you know if you die turn it off for a little bit and come back to the next one uh, so you don't have to be completely involved. It's not like a Pokemon Go where you're stuck, you know, having to do something or a level based. It's it's something you can have fun. Like, uh, like that Crossy Roads aspect where, okay, this is my high score. This is what I'm trying to beat. Uh, this is the dungeon that I'm trying to get through uh, and, and things like that. So that's, that's my uh, game recommendation for the week. Uh, go check it out. Book-wise, I'm still reading Joe uh, Joe Hill's The Fireman. I'm a slow reader. I'm reading it on my Kindle, which I love still. I've got a ton of other books in there that I've got to uh, read as well. It's probably got 120 books on there. Uh, I just haven't had time to get to all of them just yet. Um, but I'm still going. And I still check out all the new ones to kind of see what's going on. But I, so I do have a couple of book things that are game-related this week. Um, first one is... is a uh, Dark Horse is going to be doing a Overwatch graphic novel. It's going to be 100 pages or more. Uh, it's set to come out in April of 2017. Uh, this should be pretty cool. We'll get some of the backstory on some of the characters. We're already getting bits and pieces. Uh, within this past week, we've added the new character, Anna, which is our healing sniper, which is really messed up games because everybody wants to play her. Uh, some diva changes and everything else. So Overwatch still going really strong. And these backstories and these shorts are really cool. 
and kind of seeing you know, a little bit about the character. With it being just a uh, multiplayer aspect, you don't really get a story mode, you don't know much about them. So getting these shorts kind of helps fill it in, even though we're, we kind of build these backgrounds around ourselves. Uh, I'm lo really looking forward to this. Uh, I'm not sure if it's available for pre-order yet on Amazon or at any of the local bookstores or, or comic shops, but I would definitely check with them. Second one I'm going to talk about is the uh, Warcraft Chronicle Volume 2. This is also set to come out in March of 2017. Uh, these are great illustrative books uh, done by Blizzard themselves that kind of give the backstory on the older gods and everything up until I believe the Lich King. Um, and they explain who everybody is through all of the lore, very well illustrated and everything else. Um, volume 1 is out, it is available either through Blizzard or Amazon. Uh, great books, great to uh, look through and read. Uh, it's just really, really well done. I recommend that if you are going to get it, though, go to Amazon. It is $24 compared to $40 at the Blizzard sites. Like I said, Volume 1 is out. It came out this past March. And then Volume 2 will be out in the previous March. Uh, Warcraft, I've got all of those books on my Kindle. Those are, you know, set to come through in time. <laughs> That'll be the next batch of books I have to read through. So uh, that is your book recommendations for the week. So like I said, we've kept the format the same. Um, trying to cover books, trying to read through the ones that I have. All the new shows that are coming out. A lot of stuff coming out this week from uh, Comic-Con. Uh, haven't had time to review it all and do everything. Maybe um, I can do a roundup midweek this coming week since I won't be doing one on uh, Saturday as I'll be at CreateCon. Um, CreateCon, like I said, is in or, uh, Orlando. It is uh, held by Emote TV. I'll show you that real quick. Yeah, it's Emote TV, which is uh, Garrett Weinzerl, Kyle Ferguson, Jocelyn Moffat, Willie Dills. Uh, they do like the Angry Chicken, the Nexus. Um, then they're also going to have uh, Justin Robert Young, Brian Brushwood uh, from Night Attack, Tom Darrett from DTNS, uh, Sword and Laser. Jenny uh, Jefferson and Kyle Ferguson. It's looking pretty good. The, uh, the schedule looks really good. They're going to show, you know, most of the shows are going to have a live taping of the uh, podcast there, uh, which will probably be streamed as well. Most of them do stream while they are uh, casting. And there's even a segment on like the business of and collaborating with co-hosting and some of the good information. Um, me as a new starter, this is being my fifth show. Uh, I look forward to hearing the information and trying to get as much uh, insight into how it's done to go. Uh, the one thing that I, <laughs> I have learned, and I'm pretty sure of it, is the first ones suck. And that's okay. Uh, you keep moving forward, and that's the only way you're going to get better. If you give up and say, oh, it's just bad, you're not going to get anywhere. And I, I know these are not the greatest. I'm still working on editing and layouts and everything else. So, But I keep pushing forward every day. Uh, try and get new content and trying to make it something that I'm proud of and that's the most important part but it will be nice to have these uh, snippets of information and you know insider details of people that have done it for a while and know tricks of the trade and, and that kind of stuff uh, plus to see some of these uh, podcasts done live uh, I'm a fan of the angry chicken uh, night attack definitely uh, the gamers in I've heard a couple of them um, the Star Wars one will be interesting. I like Star Wars. I've not listened to his podcast before, so that will be interesting. Uh, it is a Saturday, so there will be no DTNS on that one. Um, 
but it should be good. It's really good idea to bring a lot of these guys together. A lot of them are in their own separate uh, networks or studios, if they call them, but they come together and they all sh appear on a lot of the different ones. Uh, Jerry, uh, Justin Robert Young appears on DTNS with Tom Merritt um, every week. He also shows up on TMS, which is the one I watch every day. Um, and they all kind of, you know, jump all over. They're all on different ones. Willie Dills has been on The Instance. Um, you know, and people have been on Night Attack. It's just kind of all over the board. It's very cool. Um, I was hoping they would do a Chord Killers as a recent cord uh, cutter myself. Uh, that would be Tom Merritt and Brian Bushwood. Uh, but no such luck on that one. But very cool. I'm looking forward to going to that. Um, all of my patron uh, uh, supplement will basically be going to that this week. So I do look forward to that. Um, so yeah, hit me up. If you're going to be in Orlando uh, this weekend of the 30th of July, I will be there until Sunday. Uh, and then I head back here. Um, I will be driving, so it's going to be fun. <laughs> Alright, so our tech roundup for the week. There's so many different uh, phones and tablets and everything out there right now, and we're kind of getting into that, okay, September's coming, that's usually the new launch of our phones. Uh, nothing new has come out that I could really say was noteworthy. I've covered the Moto Z, I've covered the G, so I, I thought maybe this week we'd talk about some of the rumors that we have going on. They got the rumor mill. I mean, you have the Galaxy Note 7, uh, finally, which a couple of the guys have gotten in hand. Uh, this should be announced on August 2nd, and then we'll see when it's available. So we'll see the specs on all that. Uh, the Note 7 did jump from 5 to 7. They skipped the 6. I think this is again on terms with the S series, because we have the Note did not come out until we had the S2. Uh, it's been one behind, and I think they're trying to get them all on the same page. Um, it will be interesting to see if they do an Edge version of this, as they did the S7, the S7 Edge. Uh, they have done a Note Edge as well, so we'll be see, seeing a lot of that. Um, I've been out of touch with TouchWiz over the last probably year and a half. I had the S4, the Note 4, and now my wife has the S6, but I've been on the Moto X Pure for over a year now. So, the TouchWiz aspects, I'm need to re-familiarize myself with, um, so I'll definitely have to check those out at the shows. Uh, another one is Google is hopefully getting ready to leak all of their next-gen Nexus phones. I believe HTC is going to get one again. There had been talks of them doing their own production of their own phones and skipping the manufacturers altogether. Um, it has its pros and its cons, so you never know which way they're going to go. I think for now, they're going to stick with just going to the uh, just the other manufacturers that are already done at this point. So it's just one of those things, uh, the way it goes. So and then the last one, obviously, the iPhone 7. They all, everyone seems to be on that 7 number, and maybe that's another reason that uh, Samsung has skipped the 6 and come to the 7 any given day of the week and you're always going to find that you know there's always a Chinese leak and there's always something with the with the iPhones uh, usually this is a September event and they kind of come out and say what's going on uh, what, what new products are going to be coming out with with like the iPads and stuff the 7 
so many different rumors, and you can't even lock them down. And that's the thing with all these phone rumors. We check them out every day, and there's just nothing that we can concretely put our our foot on. It's really tough, um, but we always look forward to, and we hope that they're going to get these things right, and then go from there. So that's your your, your roundup for this week. Um, one thing I did want to discuss again, real quick, though, is the Facebook drones. Drones are becoming one of those things that are more and more, uh, I guess, easier to acquire these days, where you have the DJ quads, where you have the parrots and the basic ones. I mean, not saying to the expense that the Facebook has gone here, but these are the, the products that we will be seeing in our near future and that are capable of, you know, great camera shots, uh, so many other things. I've seen people hook Pokemon Go up to it to count hatch their eggs and other stuff. Um, but it becomes that question, um, I guess in any photography sense of maturity and sensibility and privacy, uh, where, where will this lead to in the fact of, you know, when you have your paparazzi, so will they have their, you know, or somebody, you know, has a wedding, like a famous person has a wedding and they've always paid for the pictures or, you know, something like that when you can send a drone in get high quality pictures without having to worry about anything and come right back out. So these relies on, I guess, the maturity of us as the users to make sure that we're doing it correctly and using it properly. So that's really all I wanted to say about that. The great utilization, we will have some of those, which is like the free internet and many other things that we get out of it, whether it be search and rescue or, you know, getting those good shots. I've read recently that they're going to use drones to shoot M&Ms that have uh, vaccines in them to certain uh, animals and deserts and stuff that are remote or, you know, on safaris and different things like that. They would be able to check on the animals and do different things like that. So there is a lot of good purposes, uh, but with the good always comes the bad. So it's always something just to make sure that we're all aware of. So again, my name is Andy B. I thank you again. Uh, for another great week. Uh, I'll try and get a small one in this week. If not, it'll be uh, next week as I will be at CreateCon. Like I said, if you have any comments though, please hit me up at uh, WhatNowPC. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. Check us out on our subreddit, which is RE+. Um, until next week, guys, or week after, have a good one.